Welcome to Precure Podcast and Engage, the podcast where we try and watch the entire Pretty Curl franchise. I am Charlie, your fairy partner, Chipo. And I am Protector of the Light, Cure Cassidy. Hi, I'm Jeremy, and I wandered in from another podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the podcast, though. I'm really excited that you're here. I'm super excited to be here, too. I hadn't watched any of this show uh, or this particular version of it until I... Saw your Twitter posts about it, and uh, it's real good. (laughs) I think that makes you at least a one step above everyone else that's been on the show and myself. So, (laughs) (laughs) I've got a strong magical girl background, though. So, (laughs) so you said this version. Have you watched a Pretty Girl season before, or are you talking about Glitter Force? I absolutely am. Um, Okay. So, uh, I guess really not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, Glitter Force is pretty cure. It's the English version. It is. And honestly, I as soon as I saw the Big Bad Wolf on that one, I was like, all right, I'm in. Let's... So we kind of marathoned the entire thing with my roommates in uh, Seattle at the time. So I'm trying to remember which season of Pretty Cure that one was. You said Wolf? Yeah. Yeah. I remember, like, the only villain I actually remember, because this was a couple of years ago, is the Big Bad Wolf. And I remember thinking the show needed more of him. Ah, Wolf one. That is... Smile, pretty fair. I knew there was... I remember Smile was one of them, which is the... I don't remember which season that is. We're probably not going to be getting to that full... Oh, it's the ninth. So, yeah, we're not getting to uh, Smile here for a while. It's a good thing they're not uh, not in continuity. <laughs> yes. But you are the first guest that has watched a particular season, even if it is the English adaption of it. Well, I feel uh, something about that. Um, no pressure. I remember <laughs> one character. <laughs> It's okay, I've got pages of notes about this one, so it's fine. Yes. Because today we are watching episode 12 of Putariwa, The Evil Poisony. Wait, The Evil Flower Poisony appears. Ah, so this is another situation where Crunchyroll has a different title. Oh. Um, uh, because according to Wikipedia, the Japanese title is The Evil Flower Poisony Appears. Who is she? <laughs> Who and is the dub she? title is Darkness in Disguise. Oh, all right. Fitting. I like that it adds, who is she? I mean, who she's been in a couple this person? <laughs> this episode doesn't really answer that beyond she's one of the evil guys. Yeah, she's... but that hasn't been answered for any of them ever, so. No. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that they have personalities outside of uh, I'm a bad guy, so. It's okay. They're a pretty cute villain, and this is the first season. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. I've I've liked all of them, so. So, before you begin, I have some questions for you. I have you, some answers. You've already answered the first one, which is, have you seen Pretty Cure before? Kind of. So, my next question would be, so you don't remember any of the cures from that season? I, I remember vaguely what they look like, but I couldn't tell you their names or, like, their personalities. Um, it, it's been a while. Okay. So instead, I will ask, between Cure White and Cure Black, who is your favorite pretty cure so far? Uh, I, I think I think I'm strong in uh, Cure Black, but as of this episode, I have another answer. Yes, um, <laughs> and I think I think we should just get to that when we get to it, if that's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> One day we will have a guest where I can ask. Who's your favorite pretty cure that's from a different season? Someone will have an answer. I mean, give me a couple of months and I, I'll, 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 I'll just like mainline the rest of them. It'll be fine. <laughs> There's a lot of seasons. <laughs> there are. I think I remember looking up, because we checked this before. There's about, not counting the new season, there's about... 700 plus episodes between all 15 seasons. Okay, yes, which so... is about 300 more episodes than there are of Ben 10. <laughs> yes. so, that's, so you can't do like a one-to-one with Ben 10 and Pretty Cure, but like maybe like a two-to-one? 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just until I decided to start adding more stuff to the mix. <laughs> what else are you going to add? Look, there are plenty of shows that I could count as magical people anime that aren't actually traditional magical people animes. Okay, that is a weird, weird segue there. But I was actually talking with um, one of my players on um, on the other podcast about this. And I, and I think I realized something. So do, do you mind if I ask you a question right quick? I do not mind uh, at all. Okay. Fire away. Okay. So uh, I know, I think it's the most recent Pretty Cure actually has a, a magical boy. Um, so we know you don't have to be a girl to be a magical girl, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and the qualities of a magical girl, depending on your series, mostly tend to be that you have to have, like, um, you have to be able to transform somehow. And you have to have, like, drama with your uh, secret magical girl life and your generally school friends and family. And and this led me to realize that there is actually an American magical girl series. It's Teen Wolf. Oh, see, I thought you were going to say Danny Phantom. You know, that works too, but I haven't actually seen it. <laughs> it's a good show. But, uh, yeah, like, Teen Wolf ticks the boxes for me somehow. <laughs> You know, I never considered Teen Wolf, but you're it right. A very, the list. Yeah, it becomes a very different show when you look at it in that uh, in that light. For sure. You can't keep adding things to this list, Cassidy, or else we're going to be podcasting for the rest of our lives. Look, we're, we've basically already signed that by you <laughs> saying the entire Pretty Girl franchise when it shows no signs of stopping. <laughs> and we are doing it at a much slower pace than it is coming out. So unlike the Morphin Grid, we will never catch up. <laughs> you know you, you already kind of are in for 700 episodes of this <laughs> it's fine maybe one day they'll stop <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is this is a competition to see who breaks first yes how long can human civilization even last really <laughs> <laughs> but we should talk about the episode yes we begin by zooming in on Verona Academy, where Naisa is with her two friends, Shio and... God, what is her other friend's name? I don't even... We, we had like an entire episode where we spent half of it just talking about the characters' names, and I don't remember any of them. I think her name is Vina. Their names aren't said, so... But they were talking about how Nagisa and Honoka went to the aquarium last episode. Hmm. Yeah, okay, so I do have a question, because um, I did not watch it through Crunchyroll this time. I watched it through Verve, which is owned by Crunchyroll, so I assume they have the sum- same subtitles. Yeah. Um, do they keep calling it a water park? Oh, you know what? No. Because <laughs> when I was watching it, they kept calling it a water park, and I'm like, is it both? Is it I a think, sea world? <laughs> I think that's what I had in my notes was water park, so it may be, and I watched it on Crunchyroll, so. I thought I saw them say aquarium, but... They say it the first time, and then like a couple of times later, they keep saying water park. Yeah, yeah, they like... did say water park. Because they said, I heard there was an accident at the water park. Huh. Yeah, I thought they were telling us about some other monster attack that happened. And I was like, <laughs> oh. There's an entire other uh, Pretty Cure uh, season happening just off screen. I wouldn't be surprised. There's no other Pretty Cures yet. We can't have a crossover. Time travel. Definitely. All right. I'll believe that. Uh, what's weird is that her friends are like, oh, I wish I saw, like, the tanks break and, like, flood everything and see all the fish go by. I'm like, why do you it sounds want- like it would- Because <laughs> they were like, it sounds like it would be right out of a movie. <laughs> Nagisa thinks about Drago in his weird shark eel form and thinks, no. <laughs> yeah. And they, they actually ask her if she knows anything about what happened at the water park, and she just straight up lies to them. Well, they don't know she's a pretty care, so she can't really say that. Well, I mean, that's true. I but... saw a giant monster, but then I killed him? Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess. We then I do en- oh, no, go Sorry. ahead. I, I was just about to say, I, I do enjoy uh, the ending to that conversation where they ask her if she wants to go to the water park with them. And just the look on her face is just this kind of thousand-yard stare, like, hashtag no thanks. <laughs> Done. No more water parks forever. 
I feel like there's a lot of places they don't want to go back to now that they've dealt with all these bad guys. The museum, aquarium, a soccer field. <laughs> Lacrosse will never be the same. The gym. <laughs> the gym. I the mean, school in general. Yeah, I mean, Pissard was a substitute teacher there, so. And like, quite possibly the worst monster we've ever seen was just at the school that time. Yeah. Oh yeah, that thing was terrifying. That was awful. I don't even remember the name of the episode, so I can't just tell people to go listen to that one if they're confused. It's the one where Geki Drago and there's a comic book and the Great Meepo Meepo Operation? Is that yes, the one? I think it was. It was like something about like saving Meepo because Meepo was sick. I remember the Great Meepo Meepo Operation. Yes, those words sound yes, familiar. I, I think that was the one that Portia was on and I think that was the yes. last episode we did before our hiatus. Yes, it was. So it might actually be pretty easy to find that one. Yeah. Yeah. But we are getting introduced to our newest villain, because as Nyssa is walking on the street going home, she sees there's this stand just in the middle of the sidewalk that's selling chocolate. Yes, a brand new form of chocolate. They released a new one, Chocolate 2. <laughs> Wild. Also, if you look at the uh, picture like of all the chocolates, one of the a chocolate bar just has calories on it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Calories bar is not trying to trick you. Calories bar is exactly what it says on the tin. It's, you know, <laughs> it's a calories bar. Yes. I, I, I respect honesty in my candy. And Nagisa uh, walks over and she just loves chocolate so much. She reveals that she wants to reincarnate as chocolate. Yes. So just a weird thing to want to do, but. I mean, I guess if you love something enough. Yeah, but like, if you love eating chocolate, you don't want to be chocolate. Then you can't eat more chocolate. That's true. You, you wanna you wanna turn into the chocolate and have someone eat you? And there's a lot to unpack there. Let's not start though. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just throw the whole suitcase away. <laughs> <sighs> but <laughs> as now you started gathering up all this chocolate because the lady's like, oh, you love chocolate so much, just take as much as you want. Which I wish would happen in real life. I wish I could come across a food stand and this person would just be like, yeah, just take all this food for free. I'd be like, thanks. Yeah. In hindsight, that should have been her first signal that something was wrong here. I don't feel like the pretty cares this episode are oh, the yeah, they, they, best. They dropped the ball. Yeah. <laughs> because, no. Okay. I, I will defend Nagisa on this more than I will defend Honoka because- <laughs> At least the trick for Nagisa is something that is plausible. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a great ruse, but it's a, it's a ruse at least. Ho what happens with Honoka later in this episode? I was like, Honoka, what not is wrong cool. with you? This is why you need to wear goggles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that whole section is just like caps and underlined on my notes there. So, so of course, but, yes. this lady's evil. She's poisony. In disguise. I don't, I don't think we get her name this episode. Um, we might get it later. I don't have it written down. Yeah. Um, but she, we don't even see what she looks like for a little bit, because, yeah. again, she is disguised as a regular human girl. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So she's- they, they show you, like, a pan up as, as Nagisa's leaving. Yes. But. She summons a Zakena, and with that Zakena, she steals people away from Nagisa- I'm pretty sure this is the second time Meeple has been stolen, as opposed mm. to Meeple, who's only been stolen once. Yes. So, Meeple needs to get it together. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, also... Even... Oh, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. I was no. just gonna say, he doesn't even have the, the excuse of being sick this time. He's just taking a nap. Yeah. Um... Also, during the conversation with the chocolate lady, we have something happen that I want to keep an eye on to see if it happens more, but Nagisa might have the anime personality trait of bad at turns of phrase. Yes. I wrote it down. She says, it's like silver from heaven, and then Posey's like, you mean pennies from heaven. <laughs> this is not the first time this has happened. Is it not? It's not, because I remember she's try to say, like, a phrase and then get it wrong. I don't remember huh. what it was, though. Because I remember writing it down in the past, like, she said something. Like, 
Oh, when I'm pretty sure in the first episode, she says something and then Honoka walks up and corrects her. Hmm, probably. That sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like. Um, I'm pretty sure but she's yes. done it before. I just can't re- remember e- examples. Hmm. Okay, well, now that it's fresh in my mind, I'll be keeping an eye on that development. It definitely fits with your character. Mm-hmm. We also have Poisony give some information about Naisa. Naisa Misumi, member of the Verona Academy's lacrosse team, very athletic and popular in school. Her favorite food? Chocolate. But shortcoming is that she's scattered brain. Who's writing down this information? Did you, do you think, like, Pissard and then, like, Geki Drago, like, wrote down, like, all the facts they learned about the pretty care? How- Geki Drago doesn't know how to write. Yeah, ni- neither of them really interacted with the, uh, with, with the girls that much, though, as a, at a personal level. I figure Poisony uh, is just good at social media. I mean, yeah, I- either that, but, like, Pissard did know who they were as people. Yes. That's true. Enough to, but it's not like he know. went over to their house and, like, hey, I know that you love chocolate. That's true. I mean, Pissard did go to the school, so I imagine at least the lacrosse team and popular in school. Yeah, I mean that's that's plausible. I hadn't. Yeah, I just mm-hmm. I just figure Poisony is either uh, you know checking their checking their social medias, or maybe she's a little bit of a stalker. Who knows? Which social medias were active in two thousand five? Uh, MySpace and Facebook. I would believe Nancy that definitely has, has a MySpace. MySpace. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and there's definitely more than that, but those are the two that I've used. Ever. <laughs> yep, those are the only social medias you have. That Twitter account you keep plugging. Yeah, the fact <laughs> it's not like the opposite of that fact. I've I'd never touch either of those two things anymore. I haven't touched them since 2013 for Facebook, and much earlier than that for the other one. Sometimes I miss MySpace. I repeat a lot on MySpace. It was weird. <laughs> Um, I am surprised that we learned that chocolate is uh, Nagisa's favorite and not any of the Yakis that she went over when that was that episode. Yes. Yes, because she was super into those. Yeah. Chocolate came out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, I would have at least expected it to be in some sort of fried pastry or something. Fried chocolate pastry. Or like, um... What are those called? The ones that look like conch shells or whatever? Oh, what are they yeah, called? Yeah, yeah. The, the, the little, like, cream horns. Yeah. yeah. The one that there was a uh, part of a Lucky Star episode about. Yes. Aren't those just, uh, like, croissants? Like, fluid filling? Basically. It's as far as I can tell. Because I've, I've eaten them before, but I don't remember what they're called. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank. I've just heard, I've just seen them as, as like, cream horns, so. I, yeah, cream sure horn sounds right. Name. Yeah. It's a weird name, but yes. <laughs> Speaking of weird, we go back to the Duzuku zone, and we get to see the two other uh, evil guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the dark dude is just generally mad that they lost another stone. Yeah, They're like, hey, yeah. I'm sorry, and he's like, listen, these are the only things that can release me from my pain and my suffering. Look at me, I'm chained up to this weird volcano. I don't know what the bottom half of his body is. Or if it is. He kind of had, had me there, though. Like, I'm in, you know, eternal pain and suffering. This is how I get out. And I'm like, okay, I, I get it. I'm into it. And then he's like, but then we'll annihilate everything with darkness. Huh? Yes. Yeah. You know, do. the normal thing to do when you get free from your prison yeah, finally, after 10,000 years, he'll be free, and now he's going to <laughs> d- destroy the Earth. It's yep. a different magical girl show. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, Jakku King just makes the best mouth sounds. Like, you enter the, c- the scene, and he's like... It's, you know what I'm beautiful. realizing? Is that I think the Sakana are in some way, like, his children, because, like, they also make kind of, like, those sounds... And they're kinda, they kind of look kind of like him, like, like smaller. You know, I hadn't thought of that, but you are definitely right. Ooh, here's a theory. Uh-huh. You know how we, in our previous episode that, as of time of recording, came out literally, what, six hours ago? Yeah, just, well, almost seven. It's almost six o'clock. Uh, we pitched the idea of, I think we've probably mentioned it before, of the generals basically just being manifestations that are given bodies because of the prison stones. Yes. Uh, 
perhaps mm-hmm. it's what happens when you give a Zakana a prism stone. They oh. become a people. That's an interesting thought. So the Zakana could be Jakku King's like offspring or like little pieces of him. Mm-hmm. And Which then, would that yeah. would also make like the generals children of the Jakku King. So, so I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. You, you go ahead. So that makes sense because he does say he can't feel the prism stones anymore, and that means like. Like what? What happened with Pissard, and then now with Geki Drago, he can't feel them anymore. So if they're connected to him, it's all coming together. This is just a long extended sequence of Jakku King talking to himself. Hmm. And really, the entire evil organization is the weirdest form of nepotism. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you're chained to a mountain volcano for a long time, you just get lonely. I'm sure we're going to get there eventually, but why and how? How how do you end up like that? Well. Yeah, like I'm sure we'll get to it eventually, so. Why well, ruin the wonder. surprise? I mean, you don't have to watch one episode each recording, oh, so you can just finish watching Spiritualia if you want. Yeah, but I, I actually like doing it that way. I like I like watching the episode and then like listening to the episode as it comes out. It's It's nice. Aww. Yes, I am shackled and I'm only allowed to watch one episode of Pretty Cure every two weeks. <laughs> But I can break my chains and watch ahead. <laughs> see, I will never. I think it'll be a race to see what I end up watching first, whatever the current Pretty Cure season is, or Fighting Foodons, because I'm basically not allowed to watch either of those ever. <laughs> okay, with Fighting Foodons, it's not really that big a loss, let's be honest. Wait, what? I know, but I talk about it a lot. Well, I tweeted yesterday, as of time of this recording. That I'm basically challenging myself to keep talking about shows I've never watched, and Fighting Foodons is one of them. Ah, okay. It does have a really good intro, though. Yes, I... Um, <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> but I did sneak it into the most recent episode of Kids and Their Dog by the time this episode comes out. Yes. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. I want to take a moment to talk about uh, Poisony's... Uh, actual appearance i really like her appearance especially compared to the others we saw like she's wearing just like all, like all black leather and like her hair is red very long yeah um she yeah. reminds me of a pokemon person i think it's an elite four member i thought uh, you were gonna say she reminds you of a pokemon i'm like which pokemon <laughs> I don't remember any of the original Elite Four, but... Oh, I think, like, I know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, we I googled it, and it's the first image that came up. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Lorelei? Oh, yeah, the, the ice one, right? Uh, let's see. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I thought that was yeah. pronounced Lorelei. It probably is. Yeah, my uh, my notes basically have poisony is like if Queen Barrel had just taken a shower. <laughs> I mean, I can see it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like not like not in a bad way. I I enjoy her design. It it reminds me of things from my childhood. Also, if Bill was a little bit younger, like Bill's younger sister. Yeah, yeah. Queen Beryl's kid sister. Queen <laughs> Beryl, before she found the underground path that turned her into. Queen Barrel. Yes. <laughs> Queen Barrel without conditioner. Hmm. I can't believe Queen Barrel first. It's, this is the sec. If this is Queen Barrel, then she went from one weird shadowy uh, big bad to another. Yeah, I feel like it was a little bit of a step up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just because I've seen how the uh, the other two uh, pretty cure villains so far have ended up. Well, maybe- rest in peace, Pissard. I'm gonna miss you, bud. <laughs> oh, I miss Pissard so much. I don't. No. Gekki Drago weirdly grew on me. Uh, He's just a big doof. He had fun episodes. Yeah. Um, anyways, let's continue <laughs> the plot of this show. <laughs> 20 minutes later. Shh. Uh, Meeple sleeps through Poisony's interrogation of just like, yes. hey, tell me where the prism stones are or I will destroy you. Yes. I think at one point she threatens to eat him. Yeah, she says, I'll cook you later. I'm like, you're gonna eat him? He's a cell phone. <laughs> yeah, but then she'll have two prism stones. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Do you think that's how they got the prism stones? They just like ate it? 
If a Zakena eats a fairy, they become a person. Oh. <laughs> this is a weird cosmology we got going on here. <laughs> it gets weirder every episode. It really does. But this does confirm they don't know exactly where the Pism Stone is. Yeah, they yeah, just she know the know. fairies have it. Mm-hmm. But we come up to one of my favorite scenes because now we get we cut back to Nagisa in her room, and she's like. I really want to eat this chocolate, but I should also probably share some with Meepon, because if I don't, he'll just get mad at me. Mm, I don't think it was that sharing. I think it was she was going to put him in the food bubble, and that way he wouldn't be paying attention. I thought she said she was going to give him some. She said she was going to feed him, and usually that involves oh. her swiping the food card. Yes. Maybe I just misread the, uh, what she was saying. I mean, I could also be reading it wrong. It's hard to tell. But, Either way, they're, they're going to chow down together. Yes. But, but sadly, instead... <laughs> he's not there. A cicada no. comes out. Surprise. It's so the chocolate, evil. The chocolate is made of zucchini. You could say it's dark chocolate? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> oh, I've been sleeping on that one. <sighs> she grabs her, uh... What is it? What sport does she play? Lacrosse. Be- Lacrosse, yes. yep. So she grabs her with a claw stick and starts, like, swiping at the zakanas, and then they fly out the window and spell out the kanji for fool. Did they just insult her? Yeah. <laughs> I like uh, that the, the, the response there is kind of like, well, damn, that chocolate lady just stole Mepple. Oh, well. <sighs> Wait a All minute. Right, Honoka's a person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's probably also going to fall for the chocolate trick. Yep. Because who wouldn't? Free evil chocolate. I would fall for that. I mean, I, mean, I would also <laughs> fall for We it. did see several other people also falling for it. That's true. Yeah, did those kids get evil Zakana chocolate as well? I imagine yes. Hmm. Are they just- Hold are on. They just, are Wait they just possessed minute. now? Maybe. Maybe all of the people who took the chocolate are who shows up later. Oh. How long was she giving out chocolate for? Yeah, that's a good question. That is true. That explains a lot. We've cracked it. Yes. So Nagisa's like, oh god, I gotta go find Honoka. And then we cut to Poisony staring at Honoka, and we get some facts about Honoka. Honoka Yikishiro, member of the Bones Academy Science Club, clear-headed, and a student with top grades in school. The person she admires most is Dr. Berkson? The top physicist of the century. Since she was little, her parents have been prone to being away from home. Presidents. I can't say words. President. <laughs> she lives with her grandmother. <laughs> Speaking of Honoka's grandmother. Yes. Oh, best character in the show. Nagisa shows up and is like, hey, if you see Honoka, tell her to be very wary of the chocolate people. It's like, hey, hey, Grandma, tell Hanukkah the Chaco girl is evil. She'll know what I mean. Goodbye. <laughs> no explanation. Yeah, but you know, her grandmother's like, oh, is Hanukkah in danger? And like, sh- she goes out to go find her. And if Nagisa hasn't said that, this episode would have ended very differently. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, she definitely went to the right person. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it seems Poisony's gimmick is transforming into people, because we've seen her as a chocolate girl, and now this old lady comes up to Honoka, who's reading in the park. Okay, I know you say that, and that's probably true, but what if her gimmick wasn't turning into people? What if it was only turning into these two people? (laughs) (laughs) She's only got the two forms. (laughs) (laughs) That would be amazing. Oh, she just uh, tipped her her cards real early there. Poisony is very, like, adult fear in this scene, which is kind of, like, she's approaching a younger person as an older person while, like, creepy piano music plays in the background. Yes. Like, like this was a weirdly, like, terrifying scene for me. And she just like, say, all, you know. She just say, you, you look just like my granddaughter. Yeah, and, like, I think Poisony was trying to make a form that looks a lot like Honoka's grandmother, but not completely. Yes. You know, because with all the research she did, she's like, obviously she loves her grandmother, so I'll be a grandmother. I mean, it works. I mean... 
Although this scene gets a lot wilder. Yeah, it gets a little wackier just because Nagis is running to the library to find Honika, which is where she is. She's just outside near the fountain. Yes. And they just miss each other because as Nagisa would see Honika, Honika gets up to deal with Mipple. Yes. Who senses Meeple nearby. Yes. And I do like um it's implied here that Meeple is with Poisony. Yes. I'm yes. Su- why didn't Poisony just like leave him in prison? She's not great at planning. You know, I don't despite, know. Despite her planning, she's bad at it. Yeah. She, I, well, mean, I mean she is. They all are. <laughs> None of these like, have done well. Like, I would expect by this point they would know how the pre-cures work, right? Like, they, they both have to have their, their Meepos. Yes. And they they, have to they actually together. explicitly do, because Poisony right? brings it up later. Like, hey, you can't do it without this yeah, thing so that I have Yeah, so why even bring him? Why bring him in the first place? Just to taunt them. Oh, you know, look what I your, have. It's your downfall. It's your downfall, evil guys. Yeah. Because somehow, someway, even when they take one of them... They always get back to each other in the end. Yeah. It would be a much different show if they didn't. Yeah. So, Honika goes back over to this grandmother after she's like, Mipple, stay quiet, I'm trying to talk to this nice old lady. And then Yeah, like- somehow, like, it does not put together the fact that, like, Meeple's saying, hey, or Mipple's saying, Meeple's nearby, and Honika being like, well, Nagis is not here. It's like, yeah, but he's really close. Yeah. <laughs> They've never been stolen before. This will never happen again. Maybe uh, no, she, she assumes Nice is nearby. Right? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. It, it's it's an odd poll. I mean, considering what happens next, Honika's not exactly using her brain to yeah. full capacity. Mm-hmm. Because this mm-hmm. late old lady says, what's your favorite flowers? And she's like, mm, you know, I really like Cosmos. And she snaps her fingers and suddenly there are just flowers everywhere. And if this was me, I'd be like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah, they're flying on a bench through the flower dimension. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think the implication is that Poisony has, like, magic mind-altering powers, which, I mean, she definitely does. But still, you would uh, think? Yeah. I think it's weird that that is used on Honoka, but Nagisa not, right? Nagisa just took the chocolate. She was... Wait. But, like... Yeah. Why would you try to fool the smarter one with the thing that makes less sense? She's not good at planning. I feel like, because Nagisa is kind of, like, scattered brain and kind of, like, simple, to be kind of mean, I feel like a simple plan of, like, take these chocolates, work for her. But Honoka, Honoka's smarter. I feel like she feels like, Poison feels like she has to do something extreme. So So instead of saying... Here's some chocolate, or <laughs> I found this these flowers, and then sending another Zakena out. She takes her to a flower dimension to talk to a ghost of a man. Here's yes. your favorite flowers. Here's your favorite old man scientist who's been dead for twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe Poisony just wants to use her like weird illusion magic, and she's like, "I'll just use it on Honoka." I just really want to use this power. I got to use it on one of them. It is. It has been ten minutes into the episode, and it is. I have already lost track. It is just bonkers. It is wild. It's a crazy episode. So good. So, yeah. So the ghost of Doctor Brexton is in the flower dimension. It's like, give me Mipple. Give it to me. I need I've it. I've been. I've been waiting here. I've been waiting here for you, Honika. What? I know everything about you. This is getting a little bit disturbing. We can see the truth of the universe together. Okay, zombie Einstein, we're done here. <laughs> yes. He needs Mipple to complete his research. And Honoka almost gives it over. But then who shall come in to save the day? Oh, Honoka's grandmother. grandma. Yes. <sighs> she- I, I, love, I love the way she comes in. I'm sorry to cut in there, but like... She basically just takes a second, like, oh, oh, yeah, hi, hi, hmm. What, what's going on here? You're not a grandma. I've got grandma energy. I can sense grandma energy. You do not have grandma energy. You are a fake grandma. What's going on now? There's like a- Faker? (laughs) You're the fake grandma around here. There's like a full, like, second or two pause 
Like, is it pants yeah. between the two of them? And then freaking her grandmother says, a real grandmother can tell if you're a real grandmother or a fake grandmother. Like, it's a weird grandmother power. <laughs> it's just it's just a Honoka's grandma power. Uh, and she just, she knows when a, a real grandma is a real grandma. Yeah. Boy, Protector of the light, cure grandma. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have her listed as grandma cure in my notes. So. <laughs> Poisony snaps her fingers again, and a bunch of people turn into zombies. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. start swarming mm-hmm. Honoka and her grandmother, and eventually they knock her grandmother out of this, like, circle. Honoka trying to get the phone from her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of adult zombies are real bad at stealing from a child because yes. they don't get it so much as like nipple crowd surfs across them to the to the outside of that. Yes. Yeah, and Nagisa hears the commotion and then tries to crowd surf over to Mipple but yes. misses. <laughs> it's not a good. It worked for my cell phone. <laughs> Like, it doesn't fail to crowd surf, it just pushes her in a different direction. Yeah. But the phone falls, and it falls in front of the grandma, who picks it up. And Mepple says, this feels nostalgic. So we know that Mepple came here a hundred years ago, because of the art museum episode. Mm-hmm. And that she was One passed of around. A, a very good episode. Yes. Mm-hmm. And she was passed around between different countries, and eventually made her way to Japan. And I assume... That her grandmother was the one who found her, in, or somehow found her in Japan, because she was in, of course, the shed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She was in, like, a very nice box. She wasn't, you know, yes. just, like, hanging out in the trash somewhere. Yeah. Do you think that Mipple had any interactions with the grandmother? Yes, absolutely. I think mm-hmm. they were best friends. I think they wanted adventures. Uh, I'm pretty sure uh, Grandma and Mipple have a long history together. Yes. I think there was this whole common writer style series that we never get to see of oh, the grandma so fighting evil. So I do want to say, and I know I'm biased, but if you out there really like the idea of a grandmother being a pretty cure, there is a series that it is canonical that the grandmother of the main pretty cure, the pink one, was a pretty cure as like in her youth. And yes, like and that fairy- grandmother was Nakisa. <laughs> <laughs> and like her fairy partner is still there, like with her. Like Does she, she knows- ever transform as a grandma? I don't remember. Oh. But that is Heart Catch, my favorite season. So if you want some canon grandma pretty cares, watch Heart Catch. Watch Heart Catch and anyways. I, I- and I absolutely if you want do. any canonical grandmothers. <laughs> <laughs> if you want canon grandmas, have I got a show for you. <sighs> Welcome back to Grandma Cure. Um, yes. <laughs> that no, gra- grandma from that season and the grandma from this season should like meet up and talk about like their adventures when they were like, younger. I'm like, oh, have- my granddaughters are pretty here. Oh, mine too. Oh, and they just have, like, grandma adventures. Yes. Go around, find some bad guys, it doesn't matter who. <laughs> yeah. So. But yeah, um, the grandma's just like, hey, stop. And because yeah. she's holding Mipple, they stop. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't undersell how much grandma just yelling a zombie horde into a stunned silence is amazing. Uh. Grandma's the protagonist now. Uh, yep. Yep. Yeah. Just, hey, you guys, stop doing that stuff. Okay. <laughs> She'll just take both phones and transform into the ultimate pretty cure. Yes. Cure Gray. <laughs> it even works with the grandma thing. <laughs> yeah, I guess it would. <laughs> Are you okay? Please don't die on our podcast. I'm, I, I will do what I want. If you die on our podcast, we get free tuition. <laughs> it's an automatic A for the rest of the semester. You're fine. If you die on our podcast, we get your podcast. That's just how it works. Uh, if you want to try and, uh, yeah, if you want to try and schedule these four people, it's fine. I love them. I love all my players. I know they're going to listen to this. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Poisony uh, reveals herself amongst the crowd of ongoers 
who yes. are zombies. Yeah. Yeah, kinda. Um, they're they're very pale. They're very zombie like. They have like this weird thing like with their forehead going on. That's from the chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Too many calories. <laughs> <laughs> they ate too many of those calorie bars. It's got their blood pressure up. Yes. Yeah. But grandma um, refuses so, to give this phone over. No. Yeah, I um I wanted to point out that Nagisa calls grandma grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma Cure is every pretty Cure's grandma, so it works. It's fine. But especially, but also because they're dating. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. her future grandmother, because in the future, Honoka and Aisa will get married, and there's nothing oh, yeah. anyone can say. It's only a matter of time. Poisony kind of threatens grandma, but I think, like, there's something in there that she she knows she can't take grandma. Like Yes. Yeah. She even, yeah. like, does a magic attack at Grandma. Grandma's just like, no, no I'm, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, it blows Nagisa and Honoka away, who are, like, trying to protect Grandma. But, like, she's fine, you know? She's not yeah, poison Yeah, Poisony straight up just, like, wrecks the kids. And Grandma's like, well, I guess it's my turn. And then she judo flips her, like, across a park? Yes! She just... Yeah. Right? That was <gasps> something. I was like, God, don't mess with this Grandmother. I was already headcanon that Grandma was going to take down this villain, and then it just happened. Like, sometimes your dreams just come true immediately. Well, it's like uh, they say in the theme song, uh, even in their u- school uniforms, they're both amazingly tough. I think that's just a factor of having the Meepo on your person. Yes. It could be. And Grandma definitely knows how it works because of her established previous adventures. Yes. Yes. Uh, but after throwing and being attacked by Poisony, she's like, yeah, I'm fine, but also I'm going to take a nap now. Yeah. <laughs> and respect to anyone who takes a nap in the middle of a battlefield. It's like, fine. We yeah. got a zombie army over here. This evil lady just wrecked both of my granddaughters. It's fine. I'm just going to take a nap. You're good. And Honoka is about to go Freako mode. Yes. You know how... <laughs> Nagisa went wild last episode because her brother was endangered. Well, it's Honoka's turn to go wild because her grandmother just, like, passed out. <laughs> Meeple yeah. finally wakes up and he's like, huh, good morning, Nagisa. She's like, what are you doing? Do you not realize what's going on? Yeah, he's, like, really chill. He's like, oh, hey, Nagisa, how's it going? Oh, I had a great so? nap. Yeah, he, he does not know how to read the room. No. <laughs> and then... And- Poisony kind of suggests, uh, I think we're going to the same place there, kind of suggests just straight up killing Meeple. Yes. There's really no reason for her not to. I mean, that would solve the Desuku Zone's problem. If they destroy the Meeples, they can't transform. (laughs) And it would reveal at least one or two of the Prism Stones, depending on how many of the Meepos they kill. Yes. Right? Worst case, you're pretty curious, no more a problem. Now, do you uh, think if they destroyed the meeples, if Nagisa and Honoka swallowed one of the other prism stones that cast, <laughs> they could um, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, it, would, it would very much become a Danny Phantom situation. You're right. I'm going to have to watch that show. I, <laughs> I'm trying to not just throw more dumb episodes into our podcast because we have already committed to over a thousand episodes of stuff. Okay, all right. But at that point, a, what's another you do 50? A Danny Phantom recap. We'll just, <laughs> just make let, a Danny Phantom recap podcast. Right? If you, I will definitely be on board for that. Uh, I've never seen the show. I'm in. I mean, if I did it for this show, that's only 50 more episodes. That's basically a drop in the bucket. That's, that's true. <laughs> but okay. no, it's a hostage standoff. And then Grandma possibly still sleeping is like you have to believe in yourselves and your friends and yes. all of the belief Disbelieve. and i instantly do and me meeple the watcher decides to turn back into a fairy and run as fast as his little legs can carry him over to nagisa <laughs> i could have done that this honest. entire time yeah uh <laughs> but honestly i thought when she said believe in yourself that they were just going to transform without the meepos <laughs> Oh, that would have been so good. That would have been so good, but no. Like, it may not have been, like, a full strength uh, transformation, because they would have only had the power of one of them, but also... No, 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 no. 
they each take one of Grandma's hands. Oh. And, <laughs> and the power of Grandma transforms them into their next versions. Ah. That would be wild. Yeah. But that does not happen. Yeah. No. But after they finish transforming, Poison is just not there. But yeah. you know what yeah. does happen? That move that we've been talking about, how they used it once, it's back. <laughs> <laughs> White Pulsar. Black Pulsar. You who have been taken over by the power of darkness, sever that chain now. Pretty cure. Rainbow therapy. Yeah, Poisony just opts out of the pretty curing. Just... I mean, yeah. considering that way the others got beat, I'm sure she's like, I don't want to. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's smart. It's smart. Also, I hope those people all went to the ER because they all just, like, faint immediately. And that's really not great for you. No. Yeah. At least they live in Juban where they pass out all the time. This is just, you know, every once in a while people get possessed and then pass out. That's fine. Sometimes there's a vacuum cleaner on a rampage. <laughs> Sometimes it's a tree. Sometimes it's a giant shark man. Nothing's ever going to come out of that tiny footprint on the vacuum cleaner, huh? No. Oh, God, no. Uh, but Grandma makes a full recovery. Yes. I mean, of course, she was faking the whole time. She just wanted the kids to have a, you know, a, yes. a confidence booster. I mean, considering the way this episode ends. Right? Because they ask, do you think she saw us? And Hona, and Hona's like, no, she was asleep. And she I'm... says, it's probably not a, but no, but she must have sent something with all those zombies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then later Grandma does, like, repeat some of the things that they said during the fight. Yes. And we do learn that they do want to keep this all a secret because uh, Nagisa says she doesn't want people to know the truth because then it will change things. And she doesn't want that. You know, she doesn't want people to ah. treat her differently because of who she is. Oh, see, I thought it was that Nagisa was like, hey, do you think things would change? And then Honoka being like, I... I don't want it to change. Yeah, I, I definitely got the subtext of like, you know, would it matter if our friends know who we really are? Would it change how they see us? Is that something we want? Sorry, my notes are a little bit confusing. So yeah, mm. I did write down. Oh yeah, I did write next. I asked if people know who they are, if that would change things. Yeah, I just wrote subtext in all caps. Um, Sometimes like, I know mm. less about Pretty Cure than... I think. I, Here's I thought it was a really my good scene, thoughts yeah. on the subtext here. <clears throat> okay, yes. Um, Honaka doesn't want things to change because if there's not a secret that they're keeping between them, then they wouldn't have reasons to be as close as they are. Oh, Ooh. interesting. I can dig it. Yeah, yeah, no, I think that makes sense. But this is all just playing into my long-running theory that they are, in fact, just gonna be together. Yes, I mean, I'm right oh. there with you. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm... I don't. I don't see how you can read this really any other way. So, uh, but Meeple ruins it, <laughs> as he does, like always, by just blaming Nagisa. Even though Honoka was very clearly about to fall for the worst of the tricks. Yes, God. so much. Give Zombie Einstein your magical girl cell phone. Seems like a good thing. Mm-hmm. If you saw but- your weird, if you saw your dead hero, would you give them your magical phone? I think I would be a little bit hesitant at that point. I'd want to know some, because he's like, this will unlock all the secrets of the universe. I might ask how? Mm-hmm. Just, you know, context. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what my hero would even be in this situation. So, like, I don't trust, I don't think I'd trust anyone to that level, especially if I'm in the Cosmo dimension. Yeah, I was thinking, after the point where I'm like, in a flower dimension and a bench is flying, I'd be like, I, you know, I'm starting to suspect that something is not go- going on. Something white's not going on. I'm starting to think this grandma might not be on the level. <laughs> this is not the normal grandma power I'm used to. She's got that, she's got different grandma energy. Lean into that feeling, Honoka. Lean into it. So we have finished the episode. Now, I have a question about the preview. Did you watch it? I did. I did watch the preview uh, because I watch the. In- I-, I love the intro and the outro, and yes. obviously that leads into the. Cassie, yes, uh, I you. also watched the preview, but I do not remember it for some reason. So they so, talk about how uh, there's a new student transferring in, and it's one of the other villains. Oh yes, right. Yes, except for the 
Episode 13, Beware, the Young Transfer Student. So, but in that preview, we see a scene of Nagisa and that boy. Ah, uh, yes, that mm-hmm. boy. Fuji P. GP. But the, the lighting's a little different. Do you think that's just like a like a daydream that she's having, that she's going on a date with him? I feel, I wouldn't, it's either a daydream or a flashback. It's yeah. one of those. Could be that soft mood lighting. <laughs> mm. I can't believe Nagi says going on a date with Fuji P. I can't believe there's a Kenna in, in Hanukkah's science project. I could believe that. Yeah, that sounds fair. <laughs> <laughs> so, what did you think of the episode? Uh, I love Hanukkah's grandmother and would gladly hide a body for her. Uh, Poisony has some unfortunate, like, implications in how she interacts with especially Honika, uh, but overall I enjoyed her design. Yeah, like, I like the designs of most of the, uh, the bad people in this show, but I, I'm not sure if I'm, if all of her episodes are going to involve plots like this, I don't think I'm going to be interested. Yeah, ho- hopefully she has a little more going on than just, like, I'm going to send you to a flower dimension to talk to a dead old guy. Well, we do have the other, like the younger one. It's also going to be showing up next episode. So it's possible they can work together. Uh, perhaps. Mm. But like, it's just the plan. We've, we've pointed out several times how this plan was bad. But yes. if your villain's whole thing is they have bad plans, it's not going to be appealing to me. And I know that this is one of the villains that we have for like the longest amount of time in this show. Yes, that is true. I believe her last episode is 20. Oh yeah, that's that's a minute. Yeah. Compared to like the episodes that Geki Drago and Pissard had. Yeah, Pissard was criminally underused. Yeah, one year till we join you, Pissard. One year till we return to darkness. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> he was too good for us. He was too good for this world and for the Edozuku zone. Mm-hmm. So- Please, plug away your thing. Uh, sure. Um, so you can find my other podcast. It's uh, Apex City. We're a Masks a New Generation actual play. Uh, so it's me running four people um, pretending to be magical, not magical, but superhero teenagers. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Apex City Cast. I don't really, uh, I forget our website and I'm a terrible person. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. Cassidy. Yeah, I think. Mm hmm. Ah, oh, I cut you out. Do you have more to say? No, no, no. That's that's it. Uh, that's I'm I'm done plugging. Do you want to do your anime book report? Yeah, I just thought we would have done it at a different time, but yeah, we can do it now. I mean, we could wait. I also forgot well, to ask at the start of the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'll do it now. I'll do it before we do our plugs, because I don't watch full animes often. Um, but I did mainline an entire. Magical Girl, Magical Boy anime and OVA like within the past, like in between recordings. Um, and it is called Magic Users Club. I say Magical Girl and Magical Boy because it is a team of both. Um, it's five high schoolers, I think they are. Um, that sounds right. Yeah. Um, so there's the OVA series and then the TV series. I did not realize that there was an OVA series. Um, and I watched the TV series first, which was a sequel to the OVA series. Oh. And I'm going to be honest with you. You could probably get away with doing that if you want, because I think the TV series was better than the OVA. I just think it was a little bit more slice of life and fun. Um. I remember watching a, another Magical Girl show that also... Had an OVA and then a like full twelve episode series. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, but yeah, so let's do a quick plot summary and talk about the characters. Um, so actually, I'm just going to say all of the main characters' names because they are all um, uh, alliteration, which makes them great heroes in my opinion. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the main protagonist, Sai Sawanaguchi, um, who is like the one of the newest members of the club and is eager to learn magic um, because this is in fact a high school club about learning magic, real magic with spells and stuff. And everyone else just thinks 
it's a club about learning parlor tricks. <laughs> um, but she's eager to learn, but is clumsy and has issues with like self-confidence, which causes problems with her magic. Oh. Um, but in the TV series, it's a little bit less and she has like clearly gets a lot more powerful as the show goes on. Um, there's Nanaka Nakatomi, um, who is Sai's best friend since childhood. And she's like a little frustrated with even being in this club, but is in it because Sai is still there. Um, there's Akane Ayakawa, who is a one of the also another new member of the club and is a rich girl who's also a model and also an actor and basically spends a lot of time not being in the club but it's also one of the most powerful magic users even being able to cast magic without her wand using just a picture of it Hmm. that is cool um and then there's i don't remember if they pronounce it takeo or takeo um but i'm gonna say takeo takakura who is the president of the magic users club um, is the one who found the book that they learn out of, the Grimoire, and tries to be a good leader and upperclassman, but also is a teen boy, which means he's also a pervert sometimes. Um, and when that happens, it's less good, but otherwise I actually kind of like him as a character. Yeah. He has an interesting haircut, at the very least. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, him and Sai have like this weird... Um, they both secretly like the other, but don't know that the other person also likes them. And there's like that whole thing going on. Isn't that how it always is? You're like a boy and he secretly likes you, but neither of you will say anything. Because you're both teenagers. <laughs> uh, and then there is Ayanojo Abaratsubo. I don't think I pronounced that first name correctly, but they never really ever say it in the show. <laughs> They almost always call him Alvaratsubo, or some people would call him Mr. Alvaratsubo. Because I listened to, I watched the dub, and I do recommend it. <laughs> I do think the dub is very good. It's definitely a 90s dub. Um, who is um, gay, but possibly only romantically interested in Takeo. Um, and is he's basically just like the second in command. Um, so the plot of the show starts with, um, in the OVA, uh, there's aliens, there's a giant alien spaceship called the bell that just showed up one day. And no matter what you do to it, it will like anyone who tries to attack it gets immediately destroyed, (laughs) Oh wow! but they don't like attack people without being attacked first. And they just sort of like send probes that float around the world and analyze humans and civilization and they just hover quietly above Tokyo. Now when you said Magic Users Club, I wasn't expecting aliens to be a part of this. So <laughs> it's even weirder because when I started watching like I said, I only started watching the TV show, which starts differently. Um but basically, um Takeo and the rest of the Magic Users Club, mostly Takeo wants to start it, is like, hey Sure, they're just sitting there, but who knows how long that's going to be the truth. We should do something to stop them, and we have magic, so why not? Um, And then they do. They go do the thing. Um, Or at least they try to. Over time, They, it's slice of life-ish, where they're trying to learn new spells that would help. And eventually, at the end, uh, Sai is the one who has to do something, and gets... So, there is a stuffed bear that she has called Jeffy that she got from a magician that we never see the face of when she was a little girl. Uh, but basically, it like helps her think about confidence, her own confidence and stuff. But using that power, she transforms the entire Bell spaceship into a giant Sakura tree. Oh, okay. <laughs> As you do. And that's where the TV show starts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and the entire, like, the, just the first episode is them solving that problem. 
Like they solve that problem immediately. They just make the tree get up and walk away. <laughs> um, but the TV series is, like I said, more slice of life. So there's not like a whole lot going on there. Um, but throughout the entirety, there is another character who showed up called uh, Jerica, Jerica Gino, who um, they just are like a weird chaos demon. Okay. <laughs> Um, in the sense that they just are like, no, use magic for fun. That's what it's for. It's for fun. It's magic. What um, did you go wrong? And it turns out that <clears throat> I'm just going to read the Wikipedia description here. <laughs> Jerica is actually a magical construct given life and personality by Sai's fondest wishes and ideals about magic. As a being of pure magic, they have the ability to manipulate their appearance, exist in multiple times and places, read minds, interact in the dreams of others, and numerous other abilities. Damn. Yep. Seems good. Don't you hate it when your uh, dreams become real? And then try to dis- basically cause so much chaos that you try to give up on magic forever? Yes. <laughs> Doesn't um, that happen to then- everyone in high school? <laughs> it's, a, it's a normal coming of age kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then also in the TV series, instead of <laughs> Jeffy, there's this character named Demi- uh, Mickey, who uh, is apparently like a mentor that taught some stuff to the Magic Users Club before the OVA, but never came up during the OVA. Um, and say just starts every episode by writing a letter to her. But then she comes back to help save the day. Oh, that's good. She's really cool, and I was hoping she had more of a role in the OVA when I went back to watch that, but not so much yeah that sucks um but by the end of the series says strong enough with magic to learn how to fly without using a broom oh. and she can basically just use anything that's pole adjacent like a flag or anything like that that's cool and when i say magic i do mean traditional magic with like latin spells and magic wands and all of that stuff okay um they even have like uniforms that i think are really cool but they don't transform into the magically. They have to get dressed like regular people. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very different magical girl show. Yeah. Um, I actually really enjoyed the TV series overall. And I think I would recommend it if you want like something that's adjacent to a magical girl show, but is honestly more slice of life. Yes. And that's my anime book report. <laughs> Thank Yay! you. I give you an uh, A plus on it. <laughs> Sorry. Um, also, it's one of those shows that the dub has um, uh, blooper reels, and those are available online on YouTube, and I recommend watching those as well. Always into it. I'm definitely going to check the show out, because the last show I watched was really weird, but I won't give a book for it <laughs> this time. Dun, bum, dun, dun. We've set the precedent that anyone can just come on here and give an anime book report. Yes. Oh god, I didn't prepare one. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It just means you have it's to come fine. back. It's extra credit. <laughs> you just have to come back to the podcast the next time and bring one. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Anytime. I'll make sure I prepare one. So I'm going to go ahead and say now that anyone who shows up on any of my podcasts, you are allowed to do an anime book report. I had to get on Kids and Their Dogs again. I mean, I guess I could always just talk about anime on our other podcast. <laughs> um, but, okay, let's go ahead and plug other stuff then. Yes. Now that we've talked for a lot longer than expected. So if you want to come on this show and talk to us about Pretty Cure and other animes, you can find us at Prepod Engage on Twitter. And you can find me, Charlie, at Magical underscore Pride. Um, you can also just tweet at us everything that you could possibly think is a magical girl or boy or other person anime, yes. um, regardless of whether or not it is animated or anything. Um, it just has to meet the criteria of being a magical girl anime, which is, if it feels right in your heart, then it is one. <laughs> I um, am a big magical girl fan, so hell yeah. And I'll add it to our list so that our podcast <laughs> will last forever. <laughs> When you get to your Teen Wolf season, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me personally on Twitter at MadLobotanist. That's M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T. Um, you can find the other podcasts I do at Kids and Their Dog, which is a Scooby-Doo movie review and recap podcast. And at Hey Let's Talk Cast, which is Hey Let's Talk About It. It's a podcast that updates 
sometimes um, <laughs> with me, Charlie, and former guest of this show, Crash. We just talk about stuff. We recorded one like a month ago about talking about Sonic the Hedgehog. I haven't yes. even started editing it because we still have to record an entire second half. I have <laughs> my character for it, though. We just gotta remember to find time for it. Yep. And you will all figure out what that means. Sometimes. Eventually. <laughs> 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 I was going to ask which Sonic, but now I'm I'm more intrigued. Um, so it's every Sonic. We just talk every about Sonic. Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes. yes. Um, for three hours. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> that podcast is great to record, but <laughs> hell for me to edit because it's oh God, so long. Imagine. Well, it seems like this episode is going to probably be our longest, so I can't wait. I am so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly my fault for talking about a book report. <laughs> you know, I had fun with it. Yes. And I did too. So did I. But. Oh, oh hold on. Let me plug one more thing. Um, because I don't think I mentioned it on the previous episode, but if I did, I'm going to mention it again. I made a video game, by which I mean a demo for a video game, which you can find at madlobotanist.itch.io. And it's spelled the same way as my Twitter account, so you can go back and slow it down. And learn how to spell it that way. I did have to take a breath during that, even though I tried not to. Yeah, I gotta tell you, I try not to breathe. <laughs> and you should all go play that demo because it's really good. And you know, I was there as uh, Cassidy was making it, and just, just go play it. Stop listening to this podcast and just go play it. And tell me what you think. Yes. <laughs> so until next time, we need your help, Meepo. Isati aba mehinam eto cafe nam. That's the magic spell for flying. That's true. Hello, cat. No, you want to do something. I'm trying to do something. Uh, Unfortunately, there are not any cats on this magical girl anime, so I'm afraid you'll have to ask the cat to leave. I'm sorry, it's a different.